0: brings daylight saving, the start of spring, and unfortunately, allergies.
1: Mm -hmm. Welcome to Henrico Happenings. I'm Victoria Davis. And I'm Kristen Smith. March can be tricky. You know, one day it's 70 degrees. The next day it snows, right? Right, (laughs) But one constant this time of year is Women's History Month.
0: Yes, and March is when we celebrate the contributions of remarkable women in our country and our community we are fortunate to have one of those women in the studio with us today, Rico County Sheriff Elisa Gregory. Welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me. I, I'm, I'm
2: so excited. It still feels so surreal to say, like, I'm a part of history. Yeah. You know? Right. It still doesn't feel like, you know, I still haven't got it, but it's exciting. Yes. nonetheless.
0: So let's jump right into that, that historic moment. You are the first black woman to lead the Henrico County Sheriff's Office. What's that like for you? So, I I, I can tell you I didn't set out, this wasn't
2: my, my goal and my plan when I came to Henrico County. Um, I came to Henrico County looking for a job that would give me weekends, at least every other weekend off, right. to be with my kids, right? Um, But I stepped into a job that allowed me um, to have the ability to help people. And it's like, you know, I don't know if you ever walked into a job and it's like, ah, I was meant to be here. Yeah. And that's how I felt. So like September 2nd, 1998 is when I started, you know, and from walking into Jail East as a deputy and being able to help people um, and then working in a county that like supports you not only as like a person to be a part of your family, but also you as a employee and training. Um, it's just I was afforded every opportunity to be the best me that I could be. And so here I am. And I'm excited.
0: Yes.
1: So you've been with the Sheriff's Office more than 20 years, like you said, 1998. Yes. What was the journey like for you? Because you're an an incredible example of someone who works their way up and look at you now.
2: Yes. So uh, like I said, being um, the type of county that we work for that supports you with training, Not only working for 20 years, I was able to um, return to college um, and get a bachelor's degree from the University of Richmond in human resource management Mm -hmm. and a master's in disaster science. Now, go figure, whoever thought when I told my mom what I was going to school for my master's to get disaster science, she was like, like, what is that? (laughs) Um, So emergency management and how profound my first year to walk into to a new position and have a global pandemic, right? Mm -hmm. Wow. Could not have picked a better course of study um, to be able to help me manage and lead the way during, like, truly unknown times. There was no plan, um, no playbook to read, no policy already written. We kind of had to chart our course um, as we went along. So... Exciting! I just feel like, uh, once again, peace has fallen into the right place. You know, when you're meant to be mm-hmm. somewhere, um, just everything comes
1: together. You said you didn't set out to be the sheriff, but at what point did you think, you know what, that might be my next step? So it was a conversation
2: with the previous sheriff um, and him planning um, his next his next phase, his next course. Mm-hmm. And so when he decided that, I'm not gonna run again. Um, you always look at what you have, and you want to um, you want to leave it in good hands. Yeah, especially mm-hmm. when you've created such a um, you've been groundbreaking. And and I was fortunate enough to work with um, the former sheriff, Sheriff Michael Wade, and see him um, change the course of corrections. You know, he did a lot he a lot of firsts, a lot of unknowns, and he was famous for saying. Um, We're not going to do it that way just because that's always the way we've done it. Mm -hmm. And having him sit and have, look at me and look in my eye and say, yeah, you want to do this? And I was like, you think I can do it? He said, I know you can do it. And just his um, encouragement and his confidence in me um, let me know that, yeah, I I can do this. So I stepped out and... um, set on this course, politics was not um yeah. not somewhere i wanted to go, <laughs> but um still, the people and were so supportive. Right. You know, and especially having the support of the former sheriff was was huge.
0: Mm, so yeah, so let's talk about that. So a little bit less than about 2% or so of the country's sheriffs are women. So, what is the biggest challenge for women in the sheriff's office?
2: I think just being able to um, find your voice, you know, being able to... You know, we have so many um, stereotypes, right? Right. Um, we, we're, we're women. We're nurturers. Um, sometimes we're, we're a lot more forgiving mm-hmm. um, than our male counterparts. But with what we're dealing with today and what we're finding in um, folks that are finding themselves in the criminal justice system... I think that's what we need. You know, we need someone that looks um, beyond the surface to be able to get down to what are, what are the root issues, what what are the problems, so we can start addressing those core problems, mm-hmm. which hopefully would lead to the person being more successful and not returning to the criminal justice system. Right. Um, so I think that that is the, the difference. You know, I always fight to to what is my image, right. you know, what what is it that people see um, when they see me? And I hope it's that they see that my heart is in it for people, you know, and I care about people and making sure that the people that find themselves in the criminal justice system have someone to support them because they are going to return to our community. Right. And so for me, it's about building a better community, you know, from where you are.
0: So even with those challenges and the 2%, I feel like we still come a long way. So we were just talking about it. throughout Central Virginia, we've really grown we have,
2: with sheriffs. We have, we have. So I, I tell you, and not to, because, don't let my memory, because there are 123 sheriffs, right? But um, because as women, we stick out, right? So it, it's a few of us. So we, we get to know each other. Right. Um, we support each other. Right. So I I have a very good working relationship with um, Sheriff Irvin. And that's because Sheriff Irvin came from Henrico County. Mm-hmm. Um, she worked for Henrico County, um, for most of my career. Um, then we have uh, Sheriff Crawford. Sheriff Crawford is like one of the longest sitting. Sheriff Crawford and um, our Fairfax Sheriff and our Alexandria Sheriff. Those three sheriffs have been um, long sitting sheriffs. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm looking at we're roughly about we're, we're getting up pushing up to around eight. Okay. Um, out of one hundred twenty-three, I think Central Virginia. Doing, area. Central Virginia, we are really, um, we're really <laughs> thriving. We are, we are forced to be reckoned with. We actually took a picture this past holiday with the newly elected Hampton Sheriff, okay. um, Richmond Henrygo, um, in Petersburg. So
1: it's amazing. Yeah, we we kind of got awesome. it locked up in Central Virginia. <laughs> we, got we got it
2: going on. We got going on in Central Virginia. Yes.
1: Can you tell us, I know that the Henrico Sheriff's Office is one of the larger ones in Virginia. Um, tell us about how many people you lead and and, and about your team. So we have um, uh, a little
2: over 300 um, employees. Our jail population, we, we manage two jails, um, looking at uh, roughly around 1,100 to 1,200 inmates. We also manage courts and civil process. So yeah, we're, we're one of the larger, but it just feels like it. I don't ever realize how large because this is all I've ever known. Mm-hmm. You know, I raised in Henrico County, Henrico County uh, Public Schools, and been in the Henrico County Sheriff's Office for over 20 years. So it just feels like my little piece of home. Um, but yes, we, we are one of the the larger um, Sheriff's
1: Office in Virginia. You talk about home i know you're a mom mm-hmm. you're a grandmother yes <laughs> what kind of impact or lesson do you hope this is instills maybe in your grandchildren and and you know that you are a woman in the minority of of yes. sheriffs right. leading yeah. the way um so
2: my granddaughter is always so excited um that she she loves to well she holds back but when she gets the opportunity to explain um, who her grandmother is, um, such a big smile um, comes over her face. And, and they realize the first, because my granddaughter's in the third grade. Um, my grandson is in the seventh grade. Mm-hmm. And so they kind of realize, and, and they've, then they've been able, able to go on this journey with me. And then being in Henrico County, because they're both in Henrico County public schools, so to see the oohs and ahs, I actually um, attended... Um, One of the it was one of the holidays I went to the school to take some things for my granddaughter's um, class. And so I went in uniform. um, And so they have such questions, right? Like (laughs) you have a gun and you are and like you are the sheriff. And I always get that question, but I get that question from kids and adults, too. Right. The difference. Like you're the sheriff. Yes. The sheriff. So they're excited and it just leads the way to all kinds of um, opportunities for them. You know, when I walked in the sheriff's office, it was totally different. It looked totally different. Um, There wasn't, there wasn't, I I don't even think there were um, women in the top three positions um, because myself, I was able to break the ground in in all those. I was the first undersheriff, you know, the first chief deputy. So giving young people an opportunity to see what possibilities Mm -hmm. are out there. I feel, like, so honored. I feel so privileged to be able to be that example for not only my
1: grandchildren, but other children. Mm -hmm. Your grandchildren will be hitting you up for career day at their school, I'm (laughs) sure.
2: And that's a lot of fun to share. I I had one of of my staff members, um, his son, in his class. uh, He actually had me as a test question. He was like, Dad, I got it right. I knew <laughs> who, the sh- who the first female sheriff was in <laughs> Raccoon County. So yeah, it's amazing. It, it it feels like I just can't I can't explain. You know how it feels. It's just a whole bottle of
1: emotions.
0: That's wonderful.
2: What else
1: would you like to share with us? So
2: um, I think I think the thing I really like to share is that um, the impact that COVID has had on like everywhere, but especially in, um, in corrections. Mm-hmm. You know, we came in, when I came into office, we were dealing with overcrowding, just like so many um, facilities, not only local, but state as well, facilities. And so trying to figure out how to, um, how to help people, how to bring down the jail population, but be responsible as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I always tell people, while I want to help people, I also feel strongly about people being held accountable for their actions. So being able to work with all of the county agencies to figure out how we responsibly and safely divert people that can be diverted, mm-hmm. um, and which is, so it's, it's, it's evolved into our diversion team. Um, I actually had a gentleman ask me um, about the program, because he, he was talking, and he was like, I heard y'all got that diversion thing over there in Henrico County, that new program. So I was like, okay, so the, the, the word is getting out. Then we're actually trying to, um, we're assessing people, individuals, because there's no cookie cutter, there's no one plan. But assessing people, figuring out what their needs are, matching them with those resources, hopefully in the community, to be able to help them be successful in the community whether they need help with uh, mental health, whether it's need- medical needs, um, whether it's uh, having some support, like in-house support in the community for substance abuse, just being able to pull all those people to the t- table, county and people in the private sector. Mm-hmm. So those partnerships have evolved, and we are have been able to help so many people um, and help them uh, – manage through and mitigate through the legal system and um, be accountable for their actions and also have a better chance of success when they re-enter into the community
1: it has to be really rewarding because you're not there just to keep people locked up you're there to help them
2: there to help people
1: move on that's that's how we make a better and safer community
0: absolutely yeah Well, thank you so much, Cher, for joining us today. We definitely tip our caps, our crowns as women to you. And thank you for all that you do.
1: Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. It was a pleasure. That's going to do it for this episode of Henrico Happenings. To all of the women out there hustling and working hard, you're doing a great job. We appreciate you.
0: Yes. And we love you. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye-bye.